Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition <laughs> All of start Crab Roots on the Sports. offense. Back it up five yards. <laughs> I am Mike with me as always is Scott. Joe hanging out behind the computer. This is Craft Root Sports. Uh, Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? More so than you, sir. <laughs> More so than me. Yeah. What, why do you say that? I didn't false start. The, it wasn't me. I'm not in control of the microphones. Don't blame me. Uh. Joe, how you doing tonight, man? <laughs> Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is Craft Fruit Sports. Uh, we have an awesome show for you guys tonight. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna take you all to the barbecue tonight. I got, a, I got a hot take in coming you tonight. Got a hot take coming. I got a hot take coming oh, in tonight. Snap. We're gonna talk uh, the new NFL superhero Gardner Minshew. <laughs> got a, an interesting story about him that came out today. Uh, we'll, we'll get into all of these NFL quarterbacks hurt. Everybody's hurt. Like if you, I feel bad for everybody who plays fantasy football because your team is screwed at this point. Mine. <laughs> I have been. Everybody's done. <laughs> uh, it's insane to me, all of the injuries that have gone on. But we're going to talk about that. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little uh, Coach Pop and what he said uh, about fans being upset about the FIBA performance. Uh, so we'll get into all that. Before we do any of that, though, uh, I'll, I'll let you finish your fry. I'm sorry I didn't oh, realize sorry. you were going in for the French fry at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ahead, Scott, tell these people about this Would You Rather this week. Uh, well, would you rather near and dear to our heart? Because it had to do with food and booze. Uh, so we want to know this week, would you rather? And this comes courtesy of Chris America. Shout out to uh, Scout Team Radio. Monday through show. Friday right here on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Yeah, check them out if you haven't already. But you probably have if you're listening to 12 Ounce because they're like the flagship. So. Yep. yep. <laughs> they run stuff. <laughs> but anyway, for our would you rather, we want to know. And Chris asked, would you rather be a vegan for the rest of your life? But you get to drink whatever alcohol you want. <sighs> Sounds rough because being a vegan is probably right? the worst. Or <laughs> would you rather live the rest of your life stone cold sober, no booze whatsoever, but you continue to eat meat and whatever you want so you don't have to live the vegan Such lifestyle. a Sophie's choice on this one. Mm. This is uh, this is. A I mean really absolutely tough no choice. booze ever. You're right. There's nothing. You get but, no alcohol whatsoever. And honestly, like that's what's tough about this one. I know you know before the show you were talking about. Ah, I, I love meat, but the thing that I think I feel like makes like burgers and stuff so good is having a nice cold beer to go with it. Yeah. So it's tough to not have any booze at all. 
I mean, and just imagine, anytime we ask these, oh, booze being eliminated forever things, it just, think about how many situations you're just in, social situations where it's just, even if you're not, you know, drinking heavily, it's just, oh, having a glass of champagne, or oh, having a shot to celebrate something, just something simple, and it's like, nope, couldn't do that anymore. You get nothing. You get to watch while everybody is enjoying their night and drinking while you're just hanging back. But at the same time, at the same time, my sister-in-law is vegan, and she has tried to, like, sneak in fake meat at at dinner and stuff, where it's it's like, oh, it's, it's Thanksgiving, here's the turkey. It's not really turkey. And I'm like, it's really gross is what it is. It's disgusting. And I can tell because it doesn't taste good. (laughs) This is tofu bacon. You're going to love it. Nope. I'm not going to love this at all. This is awful. No. Uh, So I can't imagine. I mean, I guess maybe eventually you get used to it. People do that voluntarily, too. It's not even, you know, not even gunned in their head. No judgment. Oh, I'm judging. Do what you got to do. You know why? Because vegans are some of the most. Yeah, vegans. The vegans of vegans. Uh are some of the most judgy people I've ever met. I'll never mm, forget one of the first fair. vegans I ever encountered at Xavier. God, just always, oh, you eat that? Oh, it's so <laughs> bad. I'm like, God, go somewhere, please. <laughs> you're the worst. You're, you're 1% of the entire world. Go somewhere else with that non-eating anything born from animals. All right, well, thank you to all the vegans who have tuned in and will never <laughs> tune into the show again. Appreciate it. That's uh, fine. <laughs> In fact, go have a cheeseburger. It's National Cheeseburger Day. Oh, it, wow. Perfect. Ironic. On wow. Well done <laughs> on this Would You Rather then. Uh, Scott says they have booze that tastes like a meat. Point. They don't have plants that taste like booze. Very good point. Uh, Funny you should mention that. Excellent segue, Scott, on this one. So go in and vote. That is a, That poll is available on our Facebook page. So go cast your vote. Uh, we'll give our – I honestly don't know which way I'm going to go on this one. This is – Going to be the hardest choice I think I've ever had to make in a, in a Would You Rather. Uh, but we will get to that uh, at the end of the show. Uh, but let's get into First Pour and and our meat-flavored beer today. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And First Pour, as always, brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Look, everybody, we got the hookup for you. Just go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft, and you're going to get 10% off your entire order. That's it. No need to use a code. Just use the link. Get 10% off uh, added directly to your order. Baseball season's almost over, but you are always in season drinking from a bat. So go there, place your order, get that 10% off using uh, our link, dugoutmugs.online slash craft. This week's brew, we are drinking from... (laughs) One of the most unique brews we've ever had on this This was one that when it popped up on Tavor, we were like, we've got to, right? Like, we have to do this Just off principle. It was one of those that it's like, you can't pass on this beer because if you do, you're always going to wonder, what was that like? Yeah. Uh, And this is Jersey Long Hots. This is an ale brewed with peppers. Uh, They actually use Jersey. Joe's face is priceless. (laughs) Not a fan, Joe? Not a fan off the jump? No for me, dog. (laughs) This is from Eight and Sand Beer Company in Woodbury, New Jersey. This is a 5.5% ABV brew. Uh, It's infused with Jersey Long Hots peppers. They say there's notes of oak smoke and fresh grilled long hot peppers in here. 3.66 caps on untapped. Um, just the smell. When you first smell this, yeah, it seriously smells like you are grilling up <laughs> like some type. I don't even – there's just a, a huge pepper smell it's and just a lot of smoke. Yeah. It's exactly what you smell as soon as you get your face in this one. Uh, what do you think initial tastes on it? It is certainly unique. We've had some different beers on here that have had pepper infused on them, 
and we've been blown away but this is just different here's what's weird about this one so the the pepper smell really takes over like right. you really smell the peppers but you don't taste them as much you taste that smoky taste the, which is strange well but for me though this is this is a beer best enjoyed with a big old thick juicy bratwurst yeah like now it, imagine you're not allowed to eat the bratwurst oh, good drink god this. no no thank you <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, it's a very... Or you have to eat that bratwurst and you're not allowed to have a beer with it. Oh. Right? Either option in this one is terrible this week. Yeah, but this one's... It's it's so unique that I I don't know what I think about it yet. <laughs> it's, this really is... I know we always joke about we'll see how it holds up. I really... We really yeah. will see how this one holds and up. And at five and a half percent, it's not... It doesn't... It tastes like peppers. Like, you know, I don't taste any beer at all. It's kind of funny. Whenever we have, like, a 5.5% beer, we're always like, man, this is crushable. Like, you can just pound these. This I one, would not crush this, this one. This one, it's like, if we can get through one, I'll be impressed. Yeah, no, this is not a chuggable beer whatsoever. I mean, unless you are just a really big fan of straight peppers. You love them peppers. Uh, I, I saw PJ earlier in the, the Facebook live feed. I don't know if he's still... PJ uh, from Essential Guy Talk is in New Jersey, so I wish he could like comment and let us know about... Is this yeah. like a big thing in New Jersey that you guys are that into your Give peppers? Give us the scoop on the long hots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with these long hots, bro? <laughs> Uh, shout out Chris America for joining in the live feed as well. Seeing him here. Uh, Chris, we asked your question, so uh, thank you for, for posing that. We will see how this beer holds up. Uh, Jersey Long Hots, first pour brought to you as always by Dugout Mugs. I'm blown, like, I'm, I'm shook from this beer, man. I really don't know. This is one of those beers where it makes you just sit there in awe of how they capture fla- certain flavors yes. for beer, where you're just like, it can't possibly taste like, no, yeah, it, it totally does, but how do they do that? Yeah, uh, it's insane to me. All right, let's get into Upper Deck. Uh, and Upper Deck, as always, brought to you by Miniman Tickets. Football is back, everybody. College football, NFL, it is here, and there's only one space. Uh, space, good Lord. Mm. There's only one spot. I got, I got greedy. I was going to say, I was I like, got greedy. you went with two reads, and I thought, all right, I know, I got greedy. You're going to go over both of them. Yeah, I got to let me do it. There's I only one cool. spot you should be heading to to get your college and football and NFL tickets. Uh, that's Miniman Tickets. We love Miniman. They're Ohio guys. They're sports fans, and they're not going to screw you over like other ticketing places. It's not just football either, everybody. They got it all. Baseball, hockey, theater, rib cook-offs. It doesn't matter. Hit them up, MinutemanTickets.com, or give them a call, 614-943-3000, and avoid all of those fees. 614-943-3000. Tell them you heard about them right here on Craft Brood Sports. Pick them still open? Yep. Yeah, Miniman Pick them. I, I think it closed up. I think it closed up, I'm doing all right in that. I'm, I haven't. I didn't. I didn't make my picks for this week yet. Yeah, I haven't, so made, I, I haven't looked at I this week's look. picks yet. I normally do that after the show because this show reminds me, like, oh, that's right, Thursday is. And it's you funny you say that because games in show day usually reminds me Wednesday earlier to <laughs> go on ahead and make my picks. Because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to think about that again the rest of the week, and didn't do that today, so I'll have to go in there and check, but. I was 10 behind last week. I don't think I did all that great last week. Either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the nice thing was I dropped, like, I think my worst week so far was 22, and that dropped. Mm. So it's like, all right, cool. All right, That's true. That. All right. Take us into Upper Deck here, Scott. All righty. Well, this weekend, this one's especially for you, sir. You're Irish <laughs> facing the Bulldogs. And what is this, the second time in three years? They didn't play last year, right? They didn't play years, last year. Two yeah, years ago. Two years ago, Georgia came to, uh, came to Notre South Dame. South Bend, yeah. Yeah. Well, this time the uh, Irish are headed down to Georgia, 
<sighs> and there's always something wacky with these local local places and these college towns, it seems like, specifically. Uh, there is a Georgia grocery store that decided that this week, because it has beat the Irish week, that they would remove all Irish spring products from their shelves. Because <laughs> that's what's going to do it. Take that, Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame now is in complete fear and doubt of their game plan because this one local grocery store in Georgia it has nothing is to do not with the garbage Irish. offensive line or the fact that uh, Georgia is just murdering people. No, yeah, it's because now they're not selling Irish Spring, and uh oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> It's just hilarious to me that they think, you know, and they, of course, had a little sign where they pulled everything off the shelf and it was just blank with the Bulldogs logo that said, sorry, all out this week, Clever Spring. I wonder how many people who don't care, which is probably very few in Georgia, let's be honest, (laughs) where they are, um, went there, you know, just, man, really need some some new soap and I'm an Irish Spring guy and uh, what the H? Yeah. (laughs) You're serious? I can't get Irish Spring here this week? Wow, this is dumb. (laughs) And just went on to the next place. Losing business to prove a really dumb I don't know. I feel like some of those Georgia fans would be like, you darn right, I ain't even bathing this week. I normally wear Irish (laughs) Spring but I ain't even bathing this week. I would have went with I ain't even bathing this week. I wouldn't usually, but this week especially, I ain't bathing. That'll show up. SEC. SEC. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take that, you independent. So, yeah. Nobody will be smelling like the fresh scent of Irish Spring this week. I at feel the like game. I feel like that would be a better tactic than not selling Irish Spring. Like if it was just like, "Hey, nobody bathe," and then we'll go into the stadium <laughs> and it'll just be disgusting <laughs> in there. They'll not want to play because they smell everyone. Right? Athens, Georgia is gross, man. It smells awful in here. <laughs> All right, let's go from one um, weird college story to another. This week, as everybody knows. Uh, Florida State has been struggling this year. They're, they're, to say the least. Uh, yeah, that's an understatement. And Willie Taggart, rightfully so, is on the hot seat. And there was a four-year-old that decided to make that seat a little bit warmer. Grayton Grant is this boy's name. Uh, early Sunday, he set up a free Willie lemonade stand free outside Willie. of his grandmother's home where he raised $241 in just under three hours. The whole purpose of the stand was he set up and charged for lemonade and said all of the money was going towards buying out Willie Taggart's contract. <laughs> that was the That's only thing he was, like, he was selling lemonade for $20 a cup. And people were like, I'm in. Yep. Is it getting rid of Willie? I'm in. I didn't realize <laughs> yes. that he was charging $20, $20 a cup, a cup 90 degree Good weather. Lord, man. <laughs> One customer just gave him $100 and was just <laughs> like, here you go. I don't even need the lemonade. Just here sham. to support the cost. <laughs> All a sham. <laughs> What four-year-old is setting up this stand to get someone fired? Four-year-olds don't know a thing. That was all set up by the dead. But that's a great <laughs> Sham. hustle, though. Super smart move. Yeah. And if I and if I was the father and had helped set that up, I'm totally taking a percentage of that. <laughs> like, yeah, the rest will go to Willie's Fun, but um, I'm also keeping some of this. Uh, the so uh, Grayton's father, an FSU graduate and booster. Uh, surprise, surprise. Teamed up with his son and matched the total. So he wrote a check for $482 to the Seminole Boosters Club. Uh, the check was earmarked for Taggart buyout and was accompanied by a formal letter typewritten uh, and then signed by Grayton uh, talking about how this is why we need to buy out Willie's contract. The, the part that I find hilarious about this is that Willie Taggart 
who blamed dehydration on why his team <laughs> lost. Is getting ousted by some kid trying to trying hydrate to people. hydrate the, the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Kid's also lucky, I can tell just by the name, that he's a little white kid and not a little black girl trying to sell lemonade in the front yard because, you know, they, they, arrest the, they arrest kids for that. So... Good job for thirty million dollar buyout is what he <laughs> Good was job trying for to get to. So just shy of the thirty million dollar buyout price, uh, but there you go, um, Willie on the hot seat thanks to a four year old. Unbelievable! I love that Joe's first take was this is a sham. His dad did this. <laughs> Every dad and mom does the the lemonade stand when it's a four year old sure. kid. No four year old kid is like I want to sell lemonade. Every time it's like. Uh, mom wants to sit here and get some vodka in her coffee. Go outside and sell some lemonade. I'll be in here where it's cool. <laughs> Go enjoy yourself. Good, right. good times for that four-year-old. Though. Moving on. I, I need my four-year-old to be that ambitious, even if I have to set it up for him, though. My four-year-old wouldn't even sit at the booth. All right. It's- <laughs> four-year-old, would be, he'd be all about it. And then he'd be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, first minute, five. Like, yeah, um, can we go play now? Less than one sale, be off. It'd just be dad sitting there selling lemonade to no one because nobody's buying lemonade from a father. Anyway, hockey season. Can we set up a lemonade stand? Just you and I. Yeah, just a craft root sports lemonade stand, and we'll just we're, set up. We're a- trying to buy out ourselves. <laughs> uh, hockey season is uh, upon us, and InBev, they're they're at it. Budweiser Canada, they're hiring a chief hockey officer. And for that job, you will get $50,000. That's crazy. A ridiculous amount. And most of the job description involves sitting around, watching hockey, and drinking beer. You have to have a passport and be able to travel because obviously there's games in both Canada and the U.S., Sure, sure, and, sure. And it's one of those, hey, you know, make us a video, tell us why you'd be great for this job, but some lucky super hockey fan is going to get paid $50,000 and a bunch of booze to just sit and watch hockey. Would you do it? Absolutely. I mean, I you would, would actually have to less. You would actually have to Don't watch care. hockey. Totally. Totally. Because every year we say, hey, by the way, we're watching hockey this year, and then we never watch hockey. Right. And nobody's offering me $50,000 in beer to do <laughs> that's it. A good so point. That, that's the tipping point. In fact, I would do it for less. I would go to Budweiser. I should send a video in and say, <laughs> I'll do it for 25000 And at the end of the season, I'll make a video, hopefully naming all the black players. <laughs> Did you see Dustin Bifflin wants to retire? No. Do you remember him? I do. I was going to say, that name definitely (laughs) rings a bell. Him and Wayne Simmons. Uh, Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. Like, I would take the job, but I don't know if I could do it. I mean, I guess eventually I'd start to like hockey. It's just a matter of getting into watching it. If somebody's going to pay you to do it, you'd do it. I mean, because we watch playoff hockey for free. Playoff hockey is enjoyable. But if somebody said, you're going to watch regular season NHL hockey and all you have to do is sit there and drink beer while you do it, come on. What if you had to write reports afterwards? Uh, That's where it would be like, Like if they were like, we want blog posts. You're our chief hockey operator. You got to. Yeah, you got to break it down. I mean, we're not paying you 50,000 for nothing. Uh, Well, now, wait a second. This was Budweiser Canada, too. Is this 50,000 Canadian or 50,000 It is 50,000 Canadian. All right. So it's like 27 bucks. This is garbage. (laughs) This is a terrible. <laughs> this is a terrible thing to do. You can't quit your job for twenty seven bucks. And I change. would totally <laughs> all the loonies and toonies for this one. Uh, I would totally do it too. And then they'd be like, "Well, we need you to like make a video blog or everything." <laughs> and it would be me as 
Chance the Rapper in the, the skit and just be like, oh, yeah, it was a great night tonight. The the guys flipped the puck and the goalie blocked all the shots. Somebody dunked. Do that hockey. Yeah, I mean, it would just be so crappy, but, you know, even in 25 grand and some beer money, I, I, I'm in. 50,000 Canadian dollars would be a little over 37 and a half. I was close. I was cl- rounding. Uh, yeah, twenty seven dollars thirty seven. Really big drop off. Really big drop off. Yeah. I go, mean, I'd still do it. Go U.S. currency. Way to go. I was gonna say, when did, power here. when did we bounce back? <laughs> I thought our currency was crap these days. <laughs> All right, let's get into our last story here of Upper Deck. Gardner Minshew sweeping the sports world recently. Uh, Gardner has become. Uh, a household 900 name, backup quarterbacks that is now a starter thrust into the spotlight and Gardner took full advantage of that with his 70s porn stash coming <laughs> off the plane and like a button down that just the bottom button was buttoned and everything else was open chest hair all hanging out uh, and then stories came out about his pregame warm-ups he looks straight out of boogie nights he really does <laughs> uh, you would not expect this Mississippi boy to be uh, to be looking like this but stories came out about his pregame warm-ups where in the locker room he uh stretches in nothing but a jock strap. So <laughs> God. Well this not only did it catch the attention of every single sports fan in America, it also caught the attention of Cam Soda, which is an adult toy company? Something? I don't I, I really don't know. I know everybody makes the joke like, oh yeah, you know who I really have right, never I was gonna heard say, of I've never heard of that one. I've heard of Adam and Eve because they uh they do commercials on uh, Star 64 when I watch FC Cincinnati games and I feel very weird about that. Like I'm watching soccer and all of a sudden they're like get a free toy for oh, him yeah, and one yeah, for yeah. her. I'm like really? My kid's watching this. Anyways uh, this adult entertainment website has offered the Jaguars quarterback an endorsement deal up to a million dollars. Step it up Budweiser Canada. Right. <laughs> right. This is a million US baby so this is right. a full million uh, and it includes being tapped as a brand ambassador for the company let's call them wiener puppets (laughs) (laughs) well done in 2017 they released this line with a variety of styles that includes an elephant a vampire and a watermelon (laughs) which one you going with i mean i'd have to go elephant that's got to be the funniest one right yeah although watermelon for the chode (laughs) the chode jokes Uh, Fat and short. Cam Soda is working on a Jaguar design in the hopes that Gardner does sign with them and then allows them to to do this. Uh, The funny thing about this is he was drafted in the sixth round, so he's only making like – Six hundred thousand this year, so a million dollar endorsement deal actually is pretty lucrative for him. I you got to have a lot of conversations with your agent about turning this one down, right? <laughs> um, and then if he does decline it, uh, Cam Soda has said that they have some backups in mind that they would look to target. Uh, and the number one name on the list behind Gardner Minshew is Nick Foles for obvious reasons, thanks to his nickname that propelled him to stardom. <laughs> would you do it? I mean, for a million dollars, you probably would. But yeah, what's the least amount you would take to to be the wiener puppet guy? Thirty seven thousand U.S. dollars, <laughs> whatever the conversion rate was for the fifty grand. That's that's the least I'm taking. Whatever Budweiser Canada is offering, that's the lowest I'll go to be in porn. I mean, you're not in porn. You're just or well, lending you know, your name to the the toy. 
I would I would do it for twenty seven dollars and some change. <laughs> All the loonies and toonies. Yes. Here's a pocket full of loonies and toonies. Whatever <laughs> pair of pants you're wearing will fill them with loonies and toonies, and that's how much you'll make. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Minuteman Tickets and by Loonies and Toonies. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's good stuff. Hey, did you know DuckTales premiered 32 years ago today? Whoa, for yeah. real? September 18th, 1987. DuckTales, what a good show that was. Seriously. Uh, okay, which one did you like better, DuckTales or Darkwing Duck? Because mm. both of those were classics. Joe, do you you might just need to sit back for a minute and just let us have this conversation, because this is probably well, all going over Joe's head. I feel like Darkwing Duck was <laughs> <laughs> was more... Like our time, because like I mean, as much as I watched Ducktales, it was when we were really little, and then Darkwing Duck came out in like ninety two, ninety three, so we were slightly older. I was super into Darkwing Duck, but Darkwing I also Duck loved, was awesome. I also love Ducktales though, so I mean, you give me either gun to my head though, I probably go Darkwing Duck. How have we said? By the way, Joe's dad said retirement job, and I don't know if that was for the hockey one or the Gardner. It was, it was for the hockey one. <laughs> I was gonna say either one. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he was all about that Gardner Minshew story. <laughs> um, but the, I will give the nod, though, on uh, opening theme to DuckTales. That opening theme on DuckTales is how have, I was going to say, how have we said DuckTales this much and nobody went, woo! <laughs> like, that's so disappointing. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. I don't know. That Darkwing Duck theme song was pretty legit. Oh, it was, it was but I mean... The DuckTales, though, it's got that crescendo and, like, it just – there's something about it. Get you all hyped up before they went on those DuckTales. Uh, okay. Better song, DuckTales or Tailspin? Because mm. Tailspin, that that, good that theme song slapped. That's a yeah. good jam right <laughs> there. Did. That Tailspin song? Oh, mm. man. I'm going to have to get back uh, to you on that one. <laughs> that's a it's a thinker. That's a really tough one. Uh, you guys go ahead and vote on the poll. DuckTales duck <laughs> or <laughs> Tailspin? <laughs> That's classic. All right, should we? Uh, should we? Have should we you talk guys, sports? I mean, or should we have you guys throw at a dartboard? Because <sighs> when it comes to the degenerate dartboard of doom, Joe, did you just break your microphone? <laughs> <laughs> got technical. It just issues. fell out. <laughs> Joe's gonna be radio silent the rest of the show. <laughs> Good lord, we got like audio craziness. You're eating French fries. Joe's <laughs> dropping microphones. What the hell is happening around We've here? talked more DuckTales and Darkwing Duck than sports. <laughs> I feel like you guys need to throw twice now. You each need to throw Whoa. twice. I'm at least – I haven't broke anything yet. You're eating french fries through the whole show. I know, but I'm displaying my non-veganist. <laughs> french fries are vegan. Are they? I thought they couldn't yeah. do it because it was fried in oil and the oil coming from you – know, No, I mean it could be vegetable oil. Fat, uh, you okay. don't know. We have no idea what's in that oil. Like I said, <laughs> the rules for being a vegan are so strict and so random that that's why I don't. Joe, like, you I were just blocking the the camera with this microphone. Joe's this has been Crawford Sports, everybody. Thank we'll you see guys. next week. <laughs> Scotty says Darkwing Duck all the way. By the way. Oh, it's Scott's going Darkwing Duck. All right. Yeah. Over. See, I feel like I might go Darkwing Duck over Ducktales. That's one A, one B type. But I'm going tailspin over both of them. Tailspin mm. was legit, dude. Um, all right, let's let's do degenerate dartboard of doom. Let's get into that for for this are we week. We talking about our results from yes, last week we first? are we are going to talk about our results, and you gentlemen are going to throw at the dartboard for the first time this year. 
and I am so excited for it yeah, because you are. I am three and O. Does his own DJ? You darn right, I do. I never win anything, and I don't you care. Don't. I'm only three. I'm only three games into this. I'm going to gloat. I'm kind of proud of you. It's impressive. I didn't think I'd go three and zero. You might throw the rest of the season though. Probably. That's all right. <laughs> I started three and zero. I'm retiring right now as the champ. I'm going John Elway. <laughs> Everything else after this is just for exhibition. It doesn't count towards my overall record. Uh, last week, I was ridiculed on this show and on Cincinnati style for taking UC minus seventeen and a half over Miami of Ohio, and UC. Despite a slow start, they were down ten nothing, and I was very worried. All of a sudden, came back and uh, they ended up pulling that one off and Bummer. easily covering. Uh, Scott did win this week. You picked the Rams straight up over the Saints, uh, and you got that W. So well done on that one. Okay. Uh, and then Joe went with uh, Houston minus nine over Jacksonville. That that did not pan out too well for you there, Joe. And uh, I, I know you don't have your microphone right now, and uh, I know you want to swear. It's probably good you don't have the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Just silent Joe shaking his head into the camera. Uh, but I feel like, Scott, you should throw first. Because I was supposed to throw since, last week. Yeah, since own. you were yeah, supposed to fair. throw last week. So Let's do this, it. This week on the board, Joe, why don't you go ahead and cut us over to the board and let the people see what the punishments are, which, let, by the way... Let me know what the punishments are so I know where to not Okay. <laughs> we got a ton of uh, punishment ideas from Scott. He com- came in with the heat. Things like going in and... Uh, going into a store with boxers on and purchasing something crazy. Uh, Scott's got some really good ones that, that he came up with. We'll reveal those next week. So what, what, this what week's, uh, this week's, I'm trying to get to it. I was okay. vamping while I tried to no, get that's, it. That's <laughs> fine. I legit thought like. Uh, All right. This week's uh, punishments. We have the ping pong punishment where Joe or I can hit ping pong balls at you. Uh, we have beerless where you would have to do an entire show without beer. Jar of salsa, where you're going to have to eat an entire jar of salsa during the show. Rot gut, where you're going to drink some Kamchaka or whatever gas station liquor we can purchase. And then everybody's favorite, Guitar Hero. And just to remind everybody that uh, may have missed last season, there are two free spaces. If you get the green bullseye, you are free for the week. If you get that red bullseye, you're going to lose a friend because then you get to pick somebody who then has to take a throw. Uh, So, So Scott, for the first throw, uh, upper right is ping pong. Then uh, clockwise, it'll go Beerless, Jar of Salsa, Rot Gut, and Guitar Hero. All right. So here comes Scott's first throw at the Degenerate Dartboard of Doom. And I'm going beerless. That's going to go Beerless. <laughs> you coward. That's not, I was aiming for, I actually aimed for the bullseye this time. That's the closest <laughs> I've ever come to the bullseye. Son of a All right, now here's the thing. We aren't going to do this on a show where you're like, oh, okay, Pepper beer? Yeah, cool. Let's go beerless. No, we're gonna. I want you to pick out a beer that you look underneath, and you're like, I've been really looking forward to that one. Like we have oh, Petra. Petra was down there. That peach uh, milkshake. I mean, do IPA. I get to take them home with me, like as a parting gift? Like, do I get to experience them at all, or it's just? The I mean, show? it's like... a punishment, so we'll see. <laughs> Maybe we'll let the audience decide on that. Yeah, one. That's fair. Uh, Joe coming in hot here for his throw uh, after that pick. Joe, go I ahead. I wish I would have just ready. got ping-ponged. Okay. <laughs> it would have been worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go beerless. 
it does suck to be beerless on this show. And Joe and Joe I Joe is also going to go beerless. beerless. So can we do a show where I just drink all of your beers <laughs> and it's just me, a complete mess? And, no, this one doesn't count, Joe. This this show does not count. Joe trying to Joe, claim this one. That would be funny. Joe didn't come in <laughs> drinking any for this one and... Oh, well, this was the one I'm going to for. We're good. I do have to say this punishment is the least effective for Joe because there are several times where he's like, I'll have a sip. I can't have that one. Yeah. Uh, so this is the that is the best case scenario for Joe. All right, so both of you are going to go beerless. At least that's an easy one to pay up on. That's one we don't have to like <laughs> yeah, don't, set up something for. We don't have to order anything from Amazon for it. <laughs> and we only have to... Uh, come up with one replacement punishment too, <laughs> to to make up for that. I'm trying to find the the question or the uh, the suggestions from Scott, and I can't get to him. Uh, but man, he had some really good. Like I was reading his list, and I was like, dude, these are amazing. Uh, so if you guys have an idea, feel free to send us a message, tweet at us, send us a DM, whatever. Uh, we're going to be giving away stuff, and I think Scott has definitely earned something for, for absolutely. That. Uh, so we'll he get gave with us Scott. a list of things. I yeah. mean, that alone. We're going to get with Scott, and he is going to go ahead and uh, get a prize. You can win a prize, too. We're giving away top five, first five people to come up with good ideas that we like. We're giving them something. So Scott, is he's got the first one in. Let's do our picks for this week. Uh, All right. I'll go first. I'm going to say big since, old winner um, since you didn't have to do anything. 3-0 and oh on the year. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll get a pick in here. Uh, go ahead and see what this one's going to be. I hope it's your team. Oklahoma State versus Texas. Uh, Oklahoma State is getting six points in this one. Hmm, is that, that Big Twelve? And I don't, I don't really feel comfortable in any type of big Big Twelve and SEC are two conferences that I really don't like to pick because the Big Twelve, especially, man. I mean, it's in one, it's like uh, there's no defense, and then the other one, there's an illusion of defense when really it's not that great of defense. <laughs> but it's like the Big Twelve is it, it's going to be fifty to forty eight somebody. Right, right. You don't know if you're going to pick the right one or not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let me throw this one back. If I get it again, I get it again. All right. And oh, if on. I get the Notre Dame one, I'm going to cry. I'm not <laughs> <gonna lie. laughs> it's in there. I figured it would be. Oh, I can't wait. I'm hoping to God you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you looking. You're trying to get me to pick it. That's the problem. I'm willing you to do it. Uh, <laughs> yes! I got the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Oh, you want that one, though? <laughs> I do want this one because it's a historic spread. The Dolphins, once again, 21 and, 21 and a half, point and a half points that the Dolphins are getting in this one. Uh, the Cowboys have also been playing really good. Uh, if This one's in Dallas, too, right? This is yeah. Miami's first away game. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys to cover that one. <laughs> That's a pretty solid one since everybody's got, covered so far by, go a ahead. Lot. Yeah. by a by lot. By a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't not even, even been close. close. So let's go ahead and take the Cowboys to cover on that one. Uh, Scott, you can go ahead and take your pick. While you're doing that, uh, Scott did chime in with his three ideas. Forfeit, a favorite item of clothing or collectible to be destroyed at the winner's discretion during the show. It's <laughs> awesome. Eat a whole jalapeno or any hot item during the show. Go to the store and buy only condoms and a bottle of Hypno wearing boxers has to be filmed. That's what it was. That one might need to be amended, but what'd you get? Uh, I got Rams versus Browns. I don't know what to think of either of these teams, and I'm going to throw it back because if I get it again, I'll worry about it then. I don't want it right now. That's a good call. Joe's taking the Browns in that one. He said 15-1, so I'm pretty sure he's Browns all the way. He shook his head no, too. Like, I don't know if you noticed that. He shook his head no as soon as I said it. Bengals versus Bills. 
Bengals are getting six. I'm going Bills. Taking the Bills to cover. Hey. hey. <laughs> Bills Mafia going to come out in force, baby. I saw a video where a dad uh, powerbombed his baby through a fake table to baptize them into the Bills Mafia. Like, I know it comes out every year, but this is like the first one of this year. I was like, I mean, well done, plus, Bills Mafia. I saw that Niners game. <laughs> Wait, you, Joe Did you goes, get the Browns game? Uh, <laughs> throwing back my first game. What was it? Rams Browns. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Which one would you rather not get, Rams Browns or Notre Dame Georgia? Because you're also a Notre Dame fan. Rams Browns, yeah. But, yeah, we can hide that because Joe has to take this one. Uh, and who did you get on this one, Joe? Uh, this says Tennessee versus Florida, and Tennessee is a 14 point favorite. Or I mean, uh, underdog. they're getting 14. Yeah, they're getting 14. They're getting 14. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough one. I'm gonna take Florida struggled with Kentucky again. Like, I'm gonna take Florida. Kentucky lost their starter. Okay. Uh, well, uh, wait. Dude, hold on, dude. My fingers haven't left the paper yet. <laughs> Although Tennessee did lose to who? Georgia Southern? Yes. Or something? Yeah. And BYU. Tennessee is garbage. Ooh, I don't know. About they are fourteen garbage. Players, That's a rivalry game. Like they'll get up for it. Oh, okay. Right, I'm gonna take Florida. <laughs> Taking Florida. I'm gonna take Florida. All right, go. I'm gonna take Florida. All right, Joe's got Florida. What are you giving up on that one? Fourteen points. Uh, I am. Uh, I got the Cowboys winning by at least twenty-two against the Dolphins, <laughs> and I have the Bills winning by just a touchdown over the Bengals, which is feels like money. Which Man. means I'll be throwing next week. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in that Bengals. We're going to talk about that in Cincinnati style. Be sure oh, to catch that episode yeah. on Friday when it drops because you I'm completely wrong about heated. that one. And I'm heated. And then Joe Mixon has the audacity to say what he said. Oh, you just wait for Cincinnati style this week. <laughs> I am hot. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll put up the poll again. I forgot until it, after my game. Uh, so we'll, we'll tweet out again and you guys can vote to see who you think is going to throw this week. You know, I gotta be honest. When I first saw the the Dolphins Cowboys game, I didn't realize it was twenty one and a half. I got super excited because I was like, "The Dolphins, of course I'm gonna." And then I saw twenty one and a half, when, and I, my butthole puckered a little bit. Well, I was like, "Uh oh, this is not you, gonna be good." When you said it, it's just that's it's such a scary proposition. Like I don't know. I know it's still know, the NFL. Like well, that's what's crazy. I, about and that's this what is. I'm saying. Like Vegas eventually gets them right, and the fact that they've been wildly, you know, they both the the Patriots and the Ravens covered by a million suggests that like there's due to be just a regression like Cowboys still win by 21 but that half point is right gonna, is what <laughs> is gonna that's, that's exactly like, what's gonna that's, happen that's yes. what I'm figuring on that one that's exactly what's gonna happen a 21 point victory in the NFL that's a lot of points or but just half like, point just like we've you. been seeing throughout the year with quarterbacks going down Dak Prescott's gonna break both legs <laughs> in the first quarter and then their backup's gonna come in and he's gonna break both arms and then it's gonna be like well Zeke why don't you play quarterback I don't know whatever oh. and then they're gonna lose by three dude these all right they're not really good you could you could probably put me yeah, out there a quarterback and they're gonna be all right <laughs> dolphins are pretty bad uh, but let's talk about these quarterback injuries so drew Brees goes down he needs surgery ben roethlisberger out for the year um th- who was it simeon came in after darnold went down with, he had mono he's out for the year dude that Ankle break was disgusting. I didn't see it. Thankfully. Oh, I don't man. like ankle injuries. I had They're always flashbacks. Gruesome. It was awful looking. Uh, and then here's what drives me crazy. And Joe, why don't you slap some meat on this grill? Because I got a hot take coming in. Every time there's a quarterback injury, injury in the NFL, 
there is one name that gets brought up. Every single time there's an injury, Tom Brady, people come in and say they should sign Colin Kaepernick. Oh, <laughs> they need to sign Colin Kaepernick because that's that's who it needs to be. Every single time, it doesn't matter. As soon as a quarterback starts doing bad, as soon as a quarterback gets hurt, Colin Kaepernick's names comes out. Here's the hot take: Colin Kaepernick is John Gruden. There is your hot take for the week. Colin Kaepernick is John Gruden, and here's why I say that. John Gruden, before he signed with the the Raiders, was about a 500 coach, right? Colin Kaepernick, as a starter, was a 500 starter. I'm not saying Kaepernick was bad. I'm not saying he was great. He was about 500. And if you remember correctly, any coaching job that came up before the Raiders, everybody said Gruden's name. Yeah, that's all. The, and now for a all, decade, right? It was the most <laughs> annoying thing ever. It's like, oh, do, do I hear John Gruden's going to Tennessee. Oh, John Gruden's going to Ohio State. John Gruden's got the connection. He's coming to Dayton. It's like, no, he's not going. He's back going to, to Dayton. USC. Like there, everywhere, there was. Every I was gonna job. say there wasn't a job opening. That, every that NFL Gruden and college job they were saying Gruden was going yeah. to it, and now they're doing the same thing with Kaepernick. And it's like, dude, he's not gonna sign anywhere. I fully believe. Conspiracy hat theory. What up, Daniel? I fully believe that part of Kaepernick's settlement is that he won't sign with the NFL. Like, we, everybody says that, you know, there's something weird there because he didn't get a lot of money in that settlement. I have a, a conspiracy theory that part of it was he will not sign, but the NFL will keep floating his name out there every time something comes up so that it, his name just stays in the news cycle and it helps Nike. Hmm. There's a second hot take there for you. That's a, uh, it's a I, deep, don't that, I don't know if that look, one holds give me water. My, give me my Alex Jones uh, crazy conspiracy theory. I was going to say, the first one. Uh, okay, is, let's rate my hot take. Rate my hot take. Scale of one to five. Raw to uh, to well done. Uh, let's let's start with the, the second one then. Conspiracy theory that Kaepernick is not signing anywhere one. because. So you're going raw. Yeah, that's raw. Cold, cold meat. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no. Fair that's enough. Uh, how about the, the original take that. Colin Kaepernick is John Gruden. I'm going to give you a three on that. I give can't you even, a three. You can't even give me a medium well on that one? No. Dude. No. Okay, why? Dude, why am I wrong on that? Because I know you're looking at the record as a starter, and then but the fact that he took them to a Super Bowl and like the upward trajectory. Oh, I'm sorry. Gruden didn't go to the Super Bowl? Oh, wait. He did go to the Super Bowl. That's wait, right. And won Did it. he go with yeah. somebody else's team, though? Or did he go with, you know... His Didn't own. Kaepernick? I don't think Kaepernick, when he went to the Super Bowl, played that whole season, right? I think he only played like the oh, second half in, of that season. Right, he came the second. Oh, okay, half of the so season. he went with somebody else's team to the Super Bowl. Okay, cool. Go ahead. It was still his go team. Ahead, continue. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just, uh, you know. I, <laughs> I was kind of hoping you did didn't I just remember. Fluster you? No, I was kind of hoping I you didn't search my hot take. I was kind of hoping you didn't remember that. <laughs> but either way, I just I think that Kaepernick is a better quarterback than Gruden was a coach. I, I would agree with you like on that. That's, I do that's think, my that's I, my thing. I agree with you. Uh, like I said, I'm not saying Kaepernick was a bad quarterback. I'm just saying when you look at the I record, do, he was about a. I do agree with you. The the similarities where it's their names both come up and it's literally like guys, it's not going to happen. Right, so like, like stop it, bringing both, it up. Right, yeah, stop trying to make fetch happen with either of them. <laughs> and if he flies in under the radar, great, cool, that's right. that's great. But it, I, I really feel like it's never going to happen. This is a name we got to stop bringing up. Well, and then not only that, it's always like, I guess I always thought that if he was gonna get back in, it's not gonna be any of these jobs where it's like, oh, he's gonna take a ready-made playoff team. Right, it's gonna be you know, oh. Well, the Dolphins are down to their third guy, 
this will be the time he gets a call. Like it's going to be some <laughs> god awful situation if he ever did get get back in. Like any of these ones where it's like, oh well, this team had playoff aspirations and their starter goes down. It's like, no, they're not bringing in Kaepernick for sure. Right, right. They, well, that's the thing. He's never going to come in in a starting role. Like they're never right. going to plug and play him. By the way, Scott chiming in saying, "Is Mike winning an argument? Is that allowed?" <laughs> no. This whole dynamic has changed on this show, man. I feel, I feel like I know, more you're, confident. You're, you're three and oh, you're I, it's I, I and I just you're feel, flustering me. I like, feel what is confident. Happening? This is great. Also, Chance chiming in uh, about the the would you rather question for this week, he's saying he's not a fan of the poll. He loves meat. Yeah, <laughs> giggity. <laughs> he admits that sounds terrible, but he also loves booze. Do you know how drunk you would get? And how fast, if you were a vegan, that's really the only upside. That's a good point. You're yeah. going to save money uh, on food because you're buying vegan stuff. You're just salads. You're just like kale. And then <laughs> and then you don't have to buy as much booze because you're getting drunker quicker. Yeah. Well, one beer and you're done. There's no meat to soak it up. Right. Can you imagine like a big steak with just no no booze, nothing to go with it? No. You just have that, that meat sitting in your but gut. I'm, but I'm telling you that it's not even necessarily those moments. It's the it's the moments of the social settings that would yeah, get to me. Tough. Like when you're by yourself, you could justify like, oh, well, I had this big old juicy steak. As much as I wanted a glass of wine or some beer, or whatever to you know go pair with it, I was able to deal with it. But as soon as you're talking about like coming to your kid's birthday party and everybody's boo- boozing it up, you're sitting there at the kid's birthday party like the rest of the kids. Like man, this fruit punch is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> But at least I get to eat those hot dogs when they come <laughs> off the grill. Win. <laughs> like, those moments are the ones that would really kill. Just, like, hey, everybody, we're counting down. The ball's about to drop. Oh, hey, you over there. Have those water. <laughs> you chose to eat meat. We're all going to toast at midnight with champagne. How's that working out for you? Like, ah, oh, that would be the worst, man. <laughs> like, Somebody spiked the punch. You don't get any. <laughs> Dude, that'd be great. Just mess with your friends constantly every time they're coming. Oh. Sorry, somebody spiked it. You can't. You, there's tap water. <laughs> Say Good there's luck. water. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, the other man. the other quarterback story that came out this week was Eli getting benched, um, and everybody now debating whether or not he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. And I honestly don't care. Like it doesn't matter to me. I think he's getting in. But this made me think of the discussion we had uh, off the air, and and we've had it a couple of times. Uh, this idea because people are saying Eli Manning is going to get in the hall of fame, but he's not going to get in right away. Maybe 10 years he'll get in. Maybe, maybe after he's on the ballot for a few years, he'll get in. And I hate this idea of like the degree of severity to get into the hall of fame. Like what changes from the first time he's on the ballot to the last time he's on the ballot. And there's, there's nothing that changes. I know the NFL hall of fame selection committee has this idea that there's this, quote unquote rules that the class will never be less than four shouldn't be more than eight but why it's all just arbitrary like I feel like every hall of fame should just be like here's the guys that are eligible yes or no Uh, nope 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 great you're out sorry you're not hall of fame worthy I was gonna say and that's it forever there's no extra years everybody should be a first ballot hall of famer or not a hall of famer there shouldn't be any in between well uh, literally it should just be Here's all the guys that retired five years ago. Check yes or no. Like mm-hmm. every single person, not even eligibility, just literally right. a list of here's the five year retirees. Yep. Check yes or no, and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. everybody who has yes gets in. 
All the some years, get out. Some years you're going to have zero people make it. And then, that, that's <laughs> and other fine. Other years you're going to have 42 people. Yep, exactly. Up. And it's uh, good luck, everybody right. in Canton. This is going to really suck to listen to all of these speeches. But <laughs> I was just going to say, this is going to be the longest <laughs> Hall of Fame weekend ever. Everybody gets 30 seconds. Go we, on now. We might not get the game in because guys are just going to be talking. <laughs> They're just going to keep them talking during the game. It's just going to be piped over the speaker. And I'm I'm petty. So I hope whatever year that, you know, like Tom Brady retires. That's the case where there's just 900 dudes and it just gets lost in the shuffle. It's just it's, a footnote. Yeah, it's just, like, just one of the guys with everybody else. But that's the crazy thing. Like, everybody knows Tom Brady will get in and he's likely going to get in the first right. time through. And it'll be a big deal for that one day. Mm-hmm. And then after that, who cares? You're just one of the busts in the crowd. And like, that, I was going to say, that's, it doesn't matter And anymore. that's why it's so silly when they do, well, first ballot or, you know, he's got to wait a little while. It's like... But then eventually you're all Hall of Famers and it doesn't say on your bust or there isn't like a separate hall or a wing for, well, these guys are first ballot and this guy, right. he, oh, this is just a veterans committee guy. He's not really a Hall of Famer. He's just kind of here. He's the pool boy of the, the Heisman house over here, you know, whatever it may be. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like you're either in or you're out. There's, right. there's nothing, there's, there is no in between and your stats never change from the minute you retire until when you get in. So. Either you're good enough initial or you're never good enough. Right. And, and yeah, and that's what's that's the craziest thing to me is is that idea. Uh, Frankie wants to know what the stance is on posthumous elections. So after they die, all of a sudden they, they are now Hall of Fame worthy and they get elected. Yeah, I don't know. The, I, I kind of, what was that word again? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say posthumous. Post- posthumously. Post-humous. Yeah, I was going to say posthumous. Posthumous. <laughs> posthumous. Posthumous. That's exactly what my brain was thinking, <laughs> was humorous. As, I, as the words were coming out, my brain thought humorous. And <laughs> Joe, put your mic down. You lost it. <laughs> Once, you hey, lost your mic for the show. Once you stop being funny, are you eligible for the Hall of Fame? You know, <laughs> post-humorous? <laughs> He's no longer funny. Put him in the hall. <laughs> Jesus, man. I know words. I got the best words. God. Post-humorous. <laughs> That's good stuff. So, I'm cool with them. <laughs> <laughs> good day, good day. Oh my god, uh, I I don't have a problem because it seems like most of the guys who do go in in those situations deserved it anyway. I mean, it's not right. it's very rare that a guy passes away and then it's like, you know what? Now he's a Hall of Famer. Like I didn't really think much of like you when he was alive. Although I have made my stance like my as my stances evolved on one Pete Rose, I have said that. Based on everything that's happened the last few years and all of the stuff that's come out and the more we've learned and how defined he's been that he, he for me, is a Hall of Famer, absolutely, just based on the numbers. But the only way that he should get in because of how badly he wants it is once, like the minute he dies, they're like, all right, Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame now. Just so that he can't enjoy it. So that he can't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and that's a completely different scenario than what, like, the the question Frankie's asking. But he's the only person that I thought, yeah, I'd put him in the minute he dies. It would actually be a big F you to Pete Rose to do it it, that way. It absolutely would be. You know what? Now we'll let you. He wants it so bad and he wants to enjoy that that plaque and all of the, the shine that comes with it. And just to stick it to him one last time, he'd be like, literally, Pete Rose has been announced as dead. I would come out as the commissioner and be like, and we're electing Pete Rose to the Hall of Fame now. He's now eligible. He's in. <laughs> Pete's gone. He's in. 
<laughs> Frankie says the sore is one, Mike zero. I saw that. <laughs> I, saw that. I, I didn't oh. want to address it. Thank you for bringing it up. Well, Look. After you're done being humorous, <laughs> we'll continue the show. <laughs> that might be my favorite thing, post-humorous. Found the clip for this week. That's that's for sure. That's the clip that's <laughs> yeah. going out for this show. I thought it was going to be the hot take. Frankie said that he asked because Santo wasn't elected until he passed. Um, didn't. But I mean, Santo just struggled when he was alive, though, just because he was one of those borderline guys. Didn't they wait until Art Modell died to put him in for fear of his own safety? The guy. That's the rumor. I don't know if it's true. Yeah, I was I don't say, truth I don't to that. But Art Modell supposedly they were like, yeah, we can never have this guy come into Canton because they'll kill him here. So hmm. we'll just wait until he's dead to put him yep. in the hall. <laughs> See? Joe's like, I was waiting. <laughs> Joe was like, no, nah, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're no longer funny now. You can get in. <laughs> Tell me a joke, Art. <laughs> I ain't laugh at that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with them getting in after they're dead. Like how I spun that one. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say you went avoiding (laughs) the word at all costs. Yep. Uh, did you You see the Stugats of this show? (laughs) Despite trying to label me the Stugats. I wasn't eating French fries. Let's face it. This whole show is the Stugats. This whole show is just one Stugats. Right. (laughs) Uh, did you see what Pop said? Uh, no, when you were introing that at the beginning, I, I realized I had missed whatever he said. Pop got all up on his high horse and was furious that people were upset at Team USA. And he was like, the, we're arrogant to think that America should just, yep, go ahead. One real quick second here. Yep. The God, Lane Kiffin, just called his shot, says Tennessee will upset Florida. I'm siding with Lane on that one. I'm just saying, like I said, mm. Tennessee going to win that one. Yeah. I feel or at more, least cover. <laughs> I feel more confident in that Florida pick now. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lane said the same type of thing when he was at Tennessee. And Yeah, but now that he's not well there, it works out better. <laughs> he's no longer funny, so his, his picks are correct. <laughs> he's living his best post-humorous <laughs> life. I'm never going to live it down, am I? No. (laughs) (laughs) So Pop comes out and says uh, that we basketball fans in the United States are arrogant for thinking the United States is just going to walk through this tournament. How dare we think that the rest of the world isn't good enough that we should just go in and dominate? And he's like, these guys tried their hardest out there, and you're going to be upset with them for coming in seventh place in this tournament where – you got great teams playing with great players. No. It's like, Pop, I think you're I think you're missing the shot here on why people are upset. Yeah. We're well, upset no. because we knew we, this team wouldn't win. And we didn't send the A team. Yeah. We didn't send the B team. Barely the C team. I was gonna say, I don't I honestly like, don't know if it was the C team. Barely the C team uh, that that went to this tournament. And that's why people are pissed. It's not that we're pissed that they didn't perform, it's because they did exactly what everybody thought they were going to do. Right. It's they not, di- there's they no, disappointed us exactly how we thought they there's, would. Yeah, there's no disrespect to the other countries. It's just that if you have the likes of the superstars that are going to be, you know, that are the NBA, we don't come in seventh. And we I'd, walk through that tournament. I'd argue that it's it's more us showing respect to the rest of the world because we know 
that now it isn't it's no longer a gimme right i don't expect for like i don't even expect for our a team to just waltz through every game they still you know struggle in you know the semifinals and finals or you know comes down to the the final minutes or whatever so it's this is no longer oh yeah every single game they're winning by 20 plus and it's a laugh or you know at halftime or whatever so no we all knew better right to think this team was capable of doing anything in fact seventh I was actually surprised this happened. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I, I, I thought they were going to get run out quicker than that. I, I thought pool play was getting out of pool play. I thought was was asking a lot. To be perfectly honest with you, there is one good thing that came out of that seventh place finish. Though. Actually, two good things that came out of that seventh place finish. Hopefully, guys will change their mind. Uh, two have already done so. Steph Curry and Dame Lillard have there said that they are going to play for Team USA in the 2020 Olympics. Got that, and that was the best we could hope for. Was yep. that this embarrassed us enough, or? Showed enough of the the A team guys to be like, uh, we sh- we need to we got to do something right. Like we can't let it go down like that. Right. And and honestly, I think if Team USA had done better, like let's say that they had meddled at FIBA, it might have screwed us over. I don't think they would have gone. I no, think they would have been I, like, no, 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 they can do it now. They they showed that it would have been the absolute worst thing to happen if they would have placed third or higher. It'd been like, oh no, they're fine. They don't need us. See, we're good. We'll focus on the NBA championship. Right. We're good. Right. Go ahead, Giannis. You go. You go do your thing <laughs> with Greece in the in the Olympics. We're gonna stay here and and focus on this ship. Uh, but yeah, Curry and Dame both came out and said that they're going to play. Good. So now it's just a matter of what other dominoes are going to fall and when, because you know it's going to happen now. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you you get those two to sign off on it, then that means that you're at least going to get one more guy. And one of those guys who figures, all right, the, the chance at a title isn't as legit as I think, so let's at least go get this gold medal that I otherwise wouldn't have a chance to get. Who's the guy that we think is the next one to go? Because it, so you made the point, this championship isn't necessarily as well in hand as I thought. You think KD maybe goes? No, because he's coming off the injury. Mm, so I, I don't. Yeah. He he's the one. Him and LeBron yeah, are the two gonna, that I absolutely true. think sit out no matter what. Like they just LeBron is done as far as international competition goes. Like he's he's done enough, so he'll just say. You think right, Westbrook goes? I don't know about Westbrook. It, I would think a big man. To me, the the answer would probably be like Anthony Davis, if anything. And well, I know he, he's you know he's on... free on Tuesdays now after being kicked out of Taco Tuesday. So AD's got yeah. some time on Tuesdays for practice. For, he he, he could be the ringer, the Tuesday be... ringer, and be like, I don't got anything else going on, guys. You got a game tonight? You I'm got playing. a game on Tuesday because uh, I'm what, in. How's that schedule look? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think you look at guys that otherwise wouldn't have a chance. So I don't know. So if you say at those two spots say that LeBron and KD would be in there for sure. Think of like who the next in line is when maybe they think, okay, well, this is a chance for me to get a gold medal that I'd otherwise be sitting on the bench for because LeBron would be the starter no matter what. If he was here, now I can be the starter. And like, it's going to be somebody who has a for sure lock on that starting five at one of the Mm. other positions. So if you look at it, all right, they've got two point guards now and Steph and Dame. So there won't be any more point guards yeah, then who yeah. are like, yeah, sure, I'll sign up. So you're looking at, you know, two, three, four, you know, something like that where those guys are going to come in. And that's why I say, like, maybe an AD changes his mind. He's young enough, too. It's going to be one of these younger guys. Heck, maybe even Harden changes his mind. Oh, Harden. That's yeah, that's one that I, mean, I, I hadn't considered going. Yeah. Uh, man, that would be interesting seeing Harden and Steph uh, both of them trying to hit the threes nonstop for Team USA. 
just raining down. It Isn't would be it, weird? it would be a good problem to have if your team USA though versus what you have now. Isn't it weird how like if you look at Team USA, it's exactly it shows exactly how basketball has changed over the years because you have like the dream team and then like the redeem team where it's just dudes just straight up dunking on people nonstop. Oh, yeah. And now we're gonna send like Steph Curry and Dame Lillard. Steph Curry Guys and Dame Lillard shoot from half court. Right, they're the saviors. It's like thank God we got Steph and Dame. We got shooters. And <laughs> right, and they're just gonna be dropping it. Not uh, that's crazy to me that that shows exactly how the game has changed over the years. Because normally it would have been like. No, no, no. We need LeBron. We need AD. Right. We need KD. Uh, and that's it. Everybody else can just stand there while those three drive the lane and dunk nonstop. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be interesting, but that, I think that's what you're looking at is guys that otherwise would be, you know, riding the pine if we were at 100% full strength as far as sending our best of the best. So. All right. We're getting, uh, we're getting to the end of baseball season here, winding down. We only got about 10 games left. Um, playoff picture taking place and and shaping up here. I, I say this for the end just because I know Joe hates baseball, and then I didn't realize he was going to lose his mic and wouldn't be able to uh, jump in anyways. <laughs> so we could have done it earlier in the show. Uh, but let's let's look ahead into the playoffs. Uh, how you feeling about your boys in the NL? I mean, we've touched on this a little bit throughout the season, and and I think we both agreed that Houston was likely coming out of the AL. Uh, and then you've got the Dodgers as the odds on favor, but you made the point that it's so tough to make it to three World Series back to back to back. Do you think the Braves are the ones that take them out? Mm. I don't want to go so far as to say the Braves will be the one to take them out because it is it's all going to depend on those matchups. I think the Braves match up pretty well against everybody, not the Dodgers, and so <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like they if they play. If they have to play the Dodgers in the NLCS, then I feel like the Dodgers probably move on. Now, I think the the Braves give them a run for the money. We're talking six or seven games in a series like that. But I like the Braves' chances against anybody else in the NL. So, you know, I'd, it's tough to say. If, if the, so if the, the Braves, Dodgers, if the the Braves Dodgers are – who, who beats the Dodgers then in the NL? Like who, who takes them out? If the Braves don't do it, who does it in the NL? <laughs> I think Washington can do it in a short series. Ooh. I, I think Washington's good enough. Funny enough, I don't think they're good enough to be at Atlanta, and I don't know if it's just because of rivalry thing and the familiarity. But in a in a short series, when you're talking about going up with Scherzer yeah. and, and that pitching staff, and then they got Rendon, like, they're capable of winning three out of five against the Dodgers before the Dodgers did. I, I honestly, that's probably the only team is – the Nationals are the only ones capable of beating the Dodgers. And that would only be if you were talking about the five-game series. Any team once it goes seven, to seven. Yeah, once it goes into seven, I don't think anybody's beating the Dodgers. That's my personal opinion in the NL. So if anybody's going to get the Dodgers, it has to be in that first-round matchup where it's best of five. Uh, the other teams rounding out the NL, um, you got the the Brewers in there uh, for the wild card. Haven't the Brewers faded a little bit, though? <clears throat> yeah, and then with uh, Yelich getting, getting hurt, hurt yeah. they're really screwed at this point. Yeah. Uh, but they're still hanging on there. Uh, and then uh, the Cubs uh, are also in the mix there for that wild card the Cardinals, well. I, The Cardinals have been so quiet all year. That means that the Cardinals They'll will probably win. make yep, the Cardinals say, win it this all. This will then. be the That's... year that the Cardinals inexplicably make a run and win it all. Right. And I can't name more than five Cardinals. They're in the division, and I can't name more than five like, Cardinals. It, seriously, that's <laughs> this is how they've always wanted to be like, oh, they snuck in winning right. 87 games and, and <laughs> won their division, 
but then somehow won it all because they got really hot at the right time. <laughs> How many have the Cardinals won, Joe? Scroll down. Let me see that. How many are they at? 85 games. Yep, there it is. Yeah. So they're they're going to end up winning probably about 90 this year. Yeah. Uh, a qui- the quietest, quietest 90, 90 you'll ever see. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then they're going to sneak in and just shock everybody. Yep. And then I'm going to want to puke out of my butt. And we'll all be sitting here. The the Cardinals won the World Series. <laughs> They'll beat the Astros too. The the odds on favor since the trade deadline. They'll beat them, and it'll be like, yeah, that's why you can't predict baseball. I can't believe the Astros and the Yankees though both have ninety nine wins so far. That's crazy to me. Like <laughs> the best part is only one of them can get to the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Neither like they both can't get there. Do you think so it's going to be? Yankees? They could be the best two teams in baseball, and still one of them's not going to make it to the World Series. That's true. Uh, the My argument against playoffs all that time with college football that the playoffs don't give you the best team all the time because sometimes they, they meet beforehand or don't meet at all. Like the, the Yankees and the Astros are the two best teams this year, right? Like yeah. we can agree on that one. Sure. They might not even play in the playoffs. One of them could get knocked out early. Yeah. And then – And again, because of the five-game series, that could happen. It's more likely to happen in New York than it is Houston. But it could happen. All right, and then the the American League wild card, uh, the A's feeling pretty good in there. For the A's lead, have and then got that locked up. Uh, the Rays had have that second one. The Indians are sneaking there, only a half game back of that second wild card. Um, that's a team that I feel like if that rotation can get together and they get into that wild card spot, they could make some noise in the playoffs. Well, the only thing about the Indians is that. The, on paper, the names say that they could definitely, you know, make the run. It's just been their offense this year is like taking this weird step back where Ramirez has struggled most of the year and Lindor wasn't, you know, the Lindor that we got used to. So it's, it's like if for whatever reason that those two found themselves, it, you know, they're a completely different team. Like even without the, the rotation because they were able to trade off uh, Bauer. Yeah, and, you know, are still in the hunt. Right. Which when they trade off Bauer, people are like, oh, gee, are they selling? No. It turns out <laughs> right. they aren't because no, they, they only have a game They out. just know Puig's going to carry you. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, they're, God, they're capable of getting hot. So, uh, How has he done since he went up to Cleveland? Because I, I, he went up there, haven't not, heard his name ever since. Not not great. It's very pedestrian. Yeah. I, I mean, I, other people like Mercado and uh, – Santana, that's what I'm doing better. That's what I figured it had to be because since he got traded, haven't heard Puig's name. Well, and I think a lot of that too. I mean, you weren't you weren't going to hear his name as much, anyways, uh, just because you heard it so much being in Cincinnati. Sure. So any right, the proximity, was, right? And it was going to be, did he drop off? Because I don't hear his name as much. And it's like, well, no, it's just that not people, in the same city. yeah, people aren't <laughs> slobbing him like crazy like they were here in Cincinnati. Um, but they have, so the Indians have, uh, Philadelphia still left on their schedule. They have a series with Philadelphia coming up and I hate the fact that they have interleague play <laughs> interleague in the this last late in the season. 10 games of the year. That doesn't make That's any sense. That's insane to me. How is this not all like college football style scheduling where it is all in your division these last few weeks of the season? And it's funny that you ask me that. They've got Washington to close out the season? That doesn't make any sense at all. Are we looking at the right one? Is this <laughs> How do you have a National League opponent to close out the season? Season on the line. Playoffs You're or not. You're going up against another playoff team. 
And, and one of the better teams in baseball, right. too. It's like they're only not winning the division because the Braves have been so well. But in any other division, Washington's doing Dude, pretty Cleveland good. Cleveland got screwed in this one. That is that's, crazy. That's brutal to end the season. To have two NL East teams to end your t- with a, a White Sox trip mixed in between the two. It's so funny because for the last two weeks, Braves played Philadelphia and Washington at home. Then went on the or I take that back. They went on the road, played Philadelphia and Washington. Came home, played Philadelphia and Washington, and then I see. <laughs> oh, by the way, they've got a two game set with the the Royals. I thought oh, just a random two game series with the Royals in Kansas City as things wind down. Who made this up? But they at least close it out. I'm pretty sure with like the Mets. That's pretty ridiculous. All right, last uh, before we get close out the show here, name your World Series winner. Go. I mean. Gun to my head, it's got to be the Astros. Mm, I'm going to go Dodgers. I can't, I can't pick against I'm going to go Dodgers. I think the Dodgers, this is a year they <laughs> break through. You're going to go with the team that's made it two years in a row there and lost and is going <clears> to <throat> have to make it a third, which is almost <clears throat> impossible. And this will be the year they finally figure it out. Uh, who is undefeated in pick so far this year? <laughs> I don't know. And your post-funny lifestyle? Maybe you're right. <laughs> Let's get in to last call. <laughs> oh, jeez. Your post La- life. Frankie put in something too, like, oh, I just hit my humor. Yeah, that's all that. Man. Uh, last call brought to you by Tavor. Just go on ahead and download the Tavor app now. Use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen before placing your first order. You're going to get $10 off your second order. Stock up your beer fridge today with Tavor. They're the place to go when you want stuff like Jersey Long Hots beer because uh, you will never find this around Cincinnati. But Last Call is also brought to you by More Labs. Drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying. Bounce back quickly the next morning. Guaranteed. Go to morelabs.com and use the code SPORTS at checkout for 20% off your non-subscription purchase. Mike, what do you think about the Jersey Hots? It's weird, man. It is is such a weird beer. (laughs) Uh, I kept thinking about uh, Scott over at Blank Slate when he told us he had brewed the beer, the sausage beer. Um, well, and I when I said something about the weird combination, like the flavors and how it actually tastes like this, that's all I kept thinking was the combinations that he told us that they were able to make the sours taste like. This feels like something that they would concoct, and you'd be like, hmm. But I mean, I dude, this it, so, beer, it's not bad, but without a bratwurst or something like that, it. That's taste, exactly. It's like you're just eating peppers. And that's it's just exactly weird. what I was gonna say. This beer is a perfect complement beer. Yeah, standing on its own is a little difficult. Uh, but if you have this, if you're at a cookout and you're eating brats, mets, uh, absolutely, you've got hot dogs, you got some some burgers. This beer would go so good with that, especially if you aren't able to have like peppers and onions mm-hmm. or whatever because it's just too messy or whatever but you can just you know have the brat in one hand have the beer in the other and you know you're just able to eat it without it getting yeah. everywhere this would be perfect because it's the substitute for that you'd right. still get the flavor of it and you get the beer but yeah i mean otherwise this isn't a beer i could see myself sitting there watching a game drinking Definitely. or whatever like it just it Definitely is not a standalone not. Right. beer <laughs> uh joe you are the the one who always Comes up with Joe's some shaking dynamite drops. He's been in. shaking his head since well before the show started on this one. <laughs> he op- He didn't even open it. He looked at it and was nope. like, "Nope." Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Uh, it's it's a strange beer. I don't fault you for that. This is it's and, weird. But here's the other thing too with this beer. I feel like okay, you, you get through the first one, you're like, "That was strange." I'm gonna have this second one. 
Then you drink the second one, and you're like, still weird. By the third one, I feel like you're all of a sudden this huge advocate for this beer. Where you're like, you guys got to try this. It is delicious. Like, this is one of those beers that will flip on you so fast as soon as you get used to the, the flavoring of this. It just, for me, uh, I can't ever imagine this being anybody's go-to beer. Like, I could never imagine anybody saying this is my favorite beer, or this is one of my favorite beers. Like <laughs> this is ex- this is like the epitome of a, a a novelty beer, where you're just like, oh yeah, I tried that beer one time, it was interesting. Yeah. Like, or yeah, I had that uh, 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 on an off suggestion. But you're, you're not buying a six of these. You're not just chilling drinking one of these. Like this is strictly a novelty beer. So this was three point six six caps on Untapped. Overrated or underrated? It's out of five. I think. Perfectly rated, just middle of the road. Like, hey, try it if you get a chance. Don't go out of your way, and don't expect anything spectacular. But I mean, <laughs> I've had I've had worse beer. Well, like, I definitely had worse. Yeah, beer. like it's not the worst beer you've ever had. It's just weird. I yeah. I here's the other thing. How do they come up with this? Like, that's what's yeah. insane to me. All right. Anyways, uh, Jersey Long Hots this week's beer. Let's get into the poll and uh, discuss this week's Would You Rather. This week's Would You Rather question, Scott, why don't you go ahead and remind us while I go in and try to find it and vote. <laughs> All right. Well, Mike Stalling, uh, this week's Vamping, Would You Rather. <laughs> Again, brought to you. Uh, thank you, Chris America of Scout Team Radio. Check out Scout Team Radio every day, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 a.m. Uh, wants to know if you would you rather be a vegan for the rest of your life, being able to drink whatever alcohol you want, or living the rest of your life stone cold sober? No meat allowed. I went with I went with being vegan and drinking the booze. Mm, um, no, and I know your argument, and I, I'll let you state your argument as to why you're going to go your way. And I I agree with that argument, and I get it. But there's also Times where you can't do that, so I I just want to uh, I need to have a beer, I, and you, that'll you'll understand that here. I, Joe's looking at me like, "What are you doing?" I go ahead, say why you would go the other way. Because I'm getting high. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I will eat. I like seriously. I on a very serious note, the the whole vegan thing. I just I can't do. There's so it's not just oh you can't eat eat meat. There's all sorts of other limitations where you can't yeah, eat yeah. eggs and stuff. Right, like you that. can't eat anything from an animal. Right, and so it just it becomes this big old thing where it eliminates way too many of the foods that I eat. You know what to I make could it a still viable eat? Source. You know what I could still eat if I'm a vegan? Potato chips, Doritos. You can still eat that kind of stuff. So if I could still have like. Ho-hos and ding-dongs. Like. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I can still find food that I can tolerate. It's not like I can only eat salads. I'm not just getting nothing but roughage for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I'm but still going to no be able to protein, get protein, man? I have peanuts. That's got protein <laughs> in it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat a lot of peanuts, and I'm going to eat a lot of salads. Let me get all the Impossible Whoppers, please. <laughs> Dude, no. the commercials tell me that that's, that's surprising. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Give me uh, give me some pinto beans and uh, you know some tofu taco. I'm gonna meat. have this big old turkey leg in one hand and this big old fat blunt in the left, and you go on ahead, man. You you live it up as a vegan. Joe, early voting on this one was very much lopsided. How are things looking currently? It has come down to earth, and it is now. <laughs> well, yeah, it started what 14 votes, 100 percent was for the meat and no booze. It has yeah. come down. Is now fifty seven to forty three percent. 
Meat and no boobs. That's more along the lines. Of, I, I mean, I definitely thought that there would be a heavy split. Like, don't get me wrong. I, well, I when you guys, at the beginning of the show, when you guys were like, you are totally wrong on this. I'm like, what? <laughs> Really? <laughs> People are that into the crazy. Uh, I mean, I like meat, but I can't. I can't sacrifice bourbon. I can't sacrifice beer. All for a. Oh, that's crazy. All for a burger. You guys love hot dogs that much? You're all crazy. I do. <laughs> Give me all this the is, encased wieners. This has been a very humorous show. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Tune in for our after humorous show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, be sure to check out the uh, the new Cincinnati style drop in Friday on our uh, on our podcast. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, you can find it wherever you subscribe to your podcast. Spread out this show uh, and be sure to follow us in between at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burl and follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Hit up the drunk line whenever you want. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. Thank you guys so much. Peace. We out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.